0: hi my name is cassie i just turned 19 and i just got married unlike most people who get married for love i got married for another reason entirely i married my <laughs> boyfriend for revenge does that sound crazy well when it comes to my new husband jerry i love him and i hate him at the same time do you ever feel the way i feel if you do please click the like and subscribe buttons here's my story to be perfectly honest. The happiest person at my own wedding wasn't the bride. It was my father. He practically forced me to marry because Jerry's rich family was investing in my dad's business that was going bankrupt. It wasn't so bad at first. I really fell in love with Jerry because he's so handsome, charming, and funny. But when I got to know him more, I found out that he had one major flaw. When Jerry declared his love for me in front of our friends and family, my heart fluttered in my chest. I looked lovingly back at him. But at the reception, I heard Jerry flirting with one of my own bridesmaids. You're so lovely, he said. If I weren't marrying Cassie, I would marry you. (laughs) Underneath his charming smile, Jerry was awful. He was such a flirt. I can't believe he was hitting on another girl at his own wedding. But then, I caught him staring at another woman while we were doing the conga line. I pushed his hand away from my waist and then he (laughs) tripped and fell flat on his face. The party came to an abrupt end because Jerry broke his front teeth. He was in such pain and we had to bring him to the dentist right away. I wanted to comfort him as a proper wife should, however, I couldn't do it. Jerry deserved all the bad things that were happening to him, but all at once, I felt so guilty about thinking these bad thoughts. Do you understand what I was feeling? It was like there were two girls in my body. One loved him so much, the other wanted to kill him. On the day we left for our honeymoon, it got even worse. I guess Jerry wanted to show me just how macho he was by going over the speed limit. I wasn't surprised to hear sirens behind us. A traffic cop pulled us over. Jerry was worried at first, then he saw the cop was a lady. She's not gonna give us a ticket, he told me arrogantly. Just watch this. So I watched a master charmer at work. He batted his eyes. He picked all the right words. He said that if he had married the lady cop instead of me, he would be speeding more to get to their honeymoon. Of course, the traffic cop blushed and she let us off with just a warning. It was just so humiliating to sit there and watch my husband flirt with other women. I wanted to punish Jerry by the time we got to the airport but again the universe did it for me we were checking in when airport security stopped us apparently there was another man with the same name who was a criminal and was trying to flee the state Jerry went through a completely humiliating body search and a long interrogation in the detention center a part of me hated it that I had to vouch for his identity but I had to do it instead of being grateful to me Jerry was in a terrible mood by then he felt even worse when he found out that I had changed our honeymoon destination. You see, even before our wedding day, I secretly cancelled our reservation in a five-star resort hotel. Instead, I found a secluded bed and breakfast in the middle of a deserted island in the middle of a lake in the middle of hurricane season. And I didn't do it for romantic reasons. We grabbed a quick bite before boarding our plane. Of course, Jerry was flirting with the waitresses too. I wanted him to choke on his food. I wanted him to fall off his chair. But Jerry was in for a worse fate. I guess the spicy tuna sandwich didn't agree with his digestion. Because by the time we were already up in the air, Jerry was headed for the plane bathroom where he spent most of the flight puking out his Guts. An attractive flight attendant came to check on him just as he was about to sit beside me again. He asked her for some coffee to settle his stomach. He also gave her a wink and watched her walk down the aisle. But just as he was about to drink, we hit turbulence. I actually kind of gloated when he spilled that scalding hot coffee on his lap. By now, I wanted to scream at him. I wanted to say, Oh, Jerry, can't you see what's happening? Whenever you flirt or cheat on your new wife, something bad happens to you. But of course I didn't. The universe had punished him enough, I thought. Now it was my turn to do it. When we landed, my new husband was puffy-faced, smelly, and had a burning, hot crotch. Now it's time to reveal my big secret. Because he always made me feel so bad, I vowed to teach Jerry a lesson on our honeymoon— So I hired an actress named Samantha. She and some others were going to be with us on our honeymoon and they had one job. I hired them to scare the living crap out of my new husband. I wanted revenge. I was already suffering in this marriage and I wanted him to suffer too. Sure, I wanted to call it off many times, but after everything that Jerry did, I decided to go through with my plan. I texted Samantha. I told her that we were just about to land and that I hoped that everything was ready for Jerry. That was the last message I got to send on my phone because that's when the big storm started. Whatever happened that night, there was no way for Jerry to escape. Mr. Smith, the old owner of the bed and breakfast, met us on the docks and drove us to the inn. It was already raining. Jerry thought everything was romantic and charming. Then he found a book called The Smith Inn. He read the first few lines and realized that we had checked into a haunted place. Did you know about this? He asked with his eyes widening in fear. I pretended to be shocked and scared. This building wasn't built as an inn. It used to be an orphanage, Jerry said with a squeal that wasn't macho at all. They closed it down because they were using the children for experiments a few decades ago. And then they turned it into an inn that's rated to be the most haunted place in the world. I wanted to laugh in Jerry's face, but I had to keep my cool. I reminded myself to give Samantha a big bonus for planting that book. It was absolute genius. I tried to reassure Jerry that everything was going to be just wonderful on our honeymoon. Then Mr. Smith called us for dinner. He served us their house specialty. It was black blood stew with some aphrodisiacs thrown in. We call it our love stew he said before he left us for our meal. Jerry was looking cautiously at his food. In truth, it looked gross, but it was delicious. Whatever was in there, I was sure that it was all edible. This was just all a part of the plan. Jerry was about to take a bite when a strange but beautiful woman came in. Good evening, she said. I hope you are having a good time. Jerry's eyes lit up. He smiled his killer (laughs) smile at the woman and asked if she knew about this place. Yes, the woman replied. I am Margaret Smith. I am the caretaker's wife. I could see the confusion on Jerry's face. The caretaker was this really old man. How could he have a wife as young and beautiful as her? Then he started flirting again. He even asked her about the book. Oh, I'm sure a big, strong man like you won't be scared by a bunch of horror stories, she added with a seductive laugh. All those things happened a long time ago. Of course, Jerry had to prove that he wasn't scared. So he laughed too, but I could see that he was getting a little scared. For once, I didn't even mind his flirting, because that night, all of Jerry's fears came to life. When it was time for bed, I pretended to be very tired and sleepy. In truth, I was waiting for the show to continue. Jerry was very tired and he fell asleep at once. Then he started tossing and turning. He started moaning in his sleep. I gently woke him up. Jerry's eyes flew open. He was covered with sweat and he was shaking. He told me that he had the most terrifying dream about this place. I dreamt that terrible things were going to happen tonight, he said with dread. I pretended to be concerned. I bet it was that stew that gave him bad dreams. It was another bonus point for Samantha and her team. Jerry was sitting up in bed, too freaked out to go back to sleep. Then we heard footsteps coming from the hallway. We heard sound of children and they were talking and giggling. But soon, their laughter turned to screams. Jerry started to shiver with fear. He snuggled closer to me. After a while, it became very quiet and I whispered, I have to pee. I really did. I asked him to come with me. The bathroom was just across the hall. Jerry opened the door cautiously and went out first. The coast is clear, he said. I stuffed my fist in my mouth, trying to stop the giggles from escaping. I was still in the bathroom when we started to hear the sounds of chains dragging on the floor. Jerry began to pound on the door. Let me in, he cried, but I told him that I wasn't done yet. Open the door, Cassie, he cried again. This time, I could hear real fear in his voice this was the moment I was waiting for. I told him that I would open the door if he admitted that he had a problem. He was a terrible flirt and a terrible husband. The sound of chains was getting louder. I heard Jerry run back to our room. Oh no, he said. Our room is locked. Please, Cassie, if you really love me, open the door. Suddenly, I felt guilty again. Wasn't it enough that Jerry had gotten so much bad luck so far? My heart softened a little, so I opened the door. But now, instead. of just chains, we started to hear someone screaming. Jerry grabbed my hand and sprinted for the stairs. Run, he gasped. But even before we reached the stairs, a child appeared in the hallway behind us. Help me, she said. Jerry couldn't contain his fear anymore. He squealed like a girl and practically flew down the stairs, dragging me with him. We were panting when we burst in the kitchen, and Margaret was there. There's something scary up there, Jerry shrieked. He looked like a terrified little boy. Oh, don't be silly. (laughs) She said with another laugh, Would you like a midnight snack? She turned around to make a sandwich, and we saw that there was something on the back of her blouse. Jerry walked closer to Margaret, as if to wipe it off. Then he gasped. It wasn't dirt or mud on Margaret's blouse. It was fresh, red blood, and there was a short, silver handle poking out of it. When she turned around again, Jerry roughly pulled me behind him. What? What happened to you? What's going on here? He asked angrily. Margaret smiled sweetly at him, and she looked directly at me. In her hand, she was holding a bread knife. I sense that you are unhappy, Cassie, she whispered. Aren't you on your honeymoon? Jerry pulled me closer to him. Don't you dare come near her, he told the beautiful and sinister face of Margaret. (laughs) Meanwhile, I wanted to clap my hands. This actress was really extraordinarily good. Then I started to talk to Margaret. I told her that I felt bad that my new husband was a big flirt. I said that it hurt me because Jerry didn't even seem to respect me at all. I started to cry, and I wasn't (laughs) acting either. My poor dear girl, she replied. I'm sure your husband can explain himself. Jerry turned his full attention on me. Do you love me, Cassie? He said with a shocked look. Of course I do, I cried. I wouldn't have married you if I didn't. Then Jerry's whole face changed. At first there was shock, then disbelief. Then he looked absolutely relieved. I love you more than anything in the world, he said very softly. I thought you were just with me because your parents forced you to do it. That's why I flirt. I wanted to make you jealous. It hurt me so much to think that I was marrying a girl who didn't love me. Jerry cupped my face in his hands and seemed to have forgotten that there was a strange woman in the room who he obviously thought was a ghost. I fell in love with you the first time I met you, he added. I promise to be a better person. I promise to stop flirting. You are the most important person in my life. So in the kitchen of that haunted bed and breakfast with a highly skilled actress acting like a ghost, I finally understood my husband. We both cried and we kissed. It was the most beautiful moment of my life. I'm so glad we got that straightened up out, Margaret said with a smile. True love is an amazing thing. Please, Cassie, Jerry whispered on the way back to our room. Can we start over? I nodded. Jerry didn't get any more bad luck that night, and if there were any more strange noises, we were oblivious to anything else except each other. The next day, I woke up with a song in my heart. Jerry begged me to go to another hotel. Of course, I agreed. We packed our bags and met Mr. Smith by the front door. Jerry wanted to leave right away, but I made him stay for a while to say thank you. We had a lovely time, I said sincerely. Mr. Smith agreed. Mr. Smith smiled. Then Jerry noticed something we didn't see earlier. It was a painting of a beautiful woman near the front door. Who is that? He gasped. Mr. Smith chuckled. That's Margaret, my wife of 60 years, he replied. Isn't she beautiful? She passed away years ago. Then he said something really creepy. It was a crime of passion, he added awfully. She was a terrible flirt. When I confronted her, she said that she wanted a divorce, and I couldn't let her do that. They sent me to prison for 25 years. I hope she's forgiven me for what I did. Jerry's eyes got bigger than I had ever seen before. He practically dragged me out of the place secretly. I was very impressed with Samantha and her team of actors. They really found a way to scare Jerry. I wouldn't be surprised to learn that Mr. Smith was in on it all along. While my husband was busy checking us into the airport, I called Samantha. Bravo! I said. That was a great show you had last night, and it worked! But Samantha had her own surprise for me. I found out that they never really made it to the island. Because of the storm, they couldn't make it at all. She had been trying to call me all night to say they had to call it off, but she couldn't reach me on my phone. I felt goosebumps in the back of my neck. I snuggled closer to Jerry when we got to the plane. He kissed the top of my head and told me not to worry. The nightmare was over. The bad luck was over too. The past few days have been terrible for our marriage, but it was going to change. We were off to a real honeymoon, and this time... He was going to make sure that our marriage was going to be a great one. I looked at him. Despite everything that had happened so far, I realized that I was wrong to doubt or hate my husband. His feelings for me were real and true. I sighed happily and snuggled even closer. I realized that I married him for love after all.